it's always a privilege to have the opportunity to come your way with God's word. And I know that the Lord will do you good today. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 We have been talking about all over the weeks since the beginning of this month. We've been talking about the empowered body. Amen. And we have been declaring in faith that we are empowered in our bodies. Amen. Can I hear you say it to yourself? Can I hear you say it again? Can you say it like you mean it? Can you add a faith attitude to that? Thank you. Hallelujah. I am empowered in my body. And the bishop taught us some Sundays ago about talking about the prepared body. And we he made reference to Jesus who's talked about a body being prepared for him. Hallelujah. He was coming to this earth for an assignment. Coming to do the will and the bidding of God. He said, it is written concerning me in the volume of the books. I have come to do your will, O God. And so to do that will, in order to execute the will, he was given a prepared body. A body that was suitable for the assignment. A body that would carry him through the assignment. A body that will manifest the glory of the assignment. Hallelujah. And so we have, by that same extension, received a prepared body from God. Our bodies have been prepared. Hallelujah. Amen. So you are sitting out there looking at yourself. Maybe you have been despising yourself. I want to let you know that you have a prepared body. Hallelujah. Your body has been suited and fitted for your sojourn on earth. To do the assignment for which God brought you to this earth to do. Hallelujah. And that is why you, nothing should happen to you by chance. That is why you cannot allow sickness to ravage your body. You cannot allow anything at all that is contrary to God's program and design for your life to affect this body of yours. Why? Because the body is prepared. Hallelujah. Come on, shout it. I have a prepared body. Say it loud. I have a prepared body. Say it again. I have a prepared body. Now tell your neighbor, I have a prepared body. Do you know I have a prepared body? I'm telling you I have a prepared body. Now ask your neighbor, what about you? <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. And so we have looked at, you know, several dimensions. We looked at some case studies and we've looked at that, um, several dimensions of what it meant or how to activate the, uh, the prepared body that we have. Now on Sunday, the bishop took us through a teaching uh, on fasting. And of course, we are doing the practicals, you know, in science. When you do theory, you do practical. Abby? Uh-huh. Praise the Lord. Amen. So you do practical. If you don't pass the practical well, it will affect your mass. So you may be very good in the theory. If the practical no go well, something will happen. You know, you won't shine the way you ought to shine. Eh? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So, and we are doing that. And I believe God very strongly that testimonies shall come forth. From these two days of fast. Testimonies shall comfort. Amen. Testimonies shall comfort. In case you want to go beyond the two days. You are free. 
Amen. I don't think the bishop said nobody can do that. You, you are free to go beyond the two days. But your health is indeed going to spring forth speedily. In the name of Jesus. Your light will break forth and shine forth like the noonday. In the name of Jesus. New strength. New energy. Is what is going to become your experience henceforth. In the name of Jesus. You will go and they will, you will be told that what was no longer is. <laughs> Hallelujah. Why? Because he has given you a clean bill. In the mighty name of Jesus. Tonight, I want us to look at a very important reason why God took the trouble and took the time to prepare your body. Why the prepared body? Why at all should God bother about giving us a prepared body? What is his reason? After all, it is appointed unto man once to die. And after that judgment. After all, we are on this material earth. Uh, where, where you know, the body we carry should see corruption and decay. But he said he will not suffer his holy one to see corruption. Praise the Lord. So why at all that prepared body? very very important now when we look back in the history of god's people from the beginning god called moses and god told moses he said listen in exodus chapter 3 chapter chapter 4 on to, all through to 12 talks about the story of the children of israel coming out from captivity now god tells moses he said listen i have heard the cry of my people and I have indeed seen their affliction with which their taskmasters afflict them. And I am calling you to send you forth. Last week, Thursday, we talked about, Moses was one of our case studies. Remember? That at age 120, his eyes did not grow dim. At age 120, he was able to climb up a mountain. Amen. So, this same Moses is the one that we're talking about now. God called him and said, I'm sending you back to Egypt. Go and bring my people out that they may come and serve me. He said, when you bring them out, you return again to this mountain upon which I was talking to you. That was the mountain of Horeb. You return to this mountain with these people and you come here and make sacrifices unto me. And so Moses departs. In chapter 4, we are told Moses departs. Chapter 4 of Exodus. Moses departs and goes to Egypt. And appears before Pharaoh. And he says, this is what the Lord God of the Israelites is saying. Let my people go. One reason. That they may go and serve me. Let my people go. That they may do what? Go and serve me. And so, we know and understand that one of the principal reasons why we are saved and God has taken the trouble and the time to give us this prepared body is so that we will serve him in his kingdom so that we will become his hands and his feet so that we will outplay his agenda for the earth and we will be instruments of the instilling and establishment of his will on earth hallelujah so he said, let my people go that they may go and serve me. And of course, you know, all through the story, how Pharaoh began to negotiate with the people. At first he said, no, I wasn't going to let you go. And then God began to do the signs and the wonders. The plagues began to be released. 
one after the other and in each of these plagues the people of god were exempted hallelujah to have a prepared body it means that you have a body that does not suffer what other bodies suffer it is a body that automatically should exempt you from the things that the people of the earth suffer because you are no you are not flesh and blood you are spirit and the bible says as he is so are we in this world hallelujah amen so but if we don't understand why we have a prepared body and we do not engage the reason for which we were given a prepared body then there will be an abuse and because of that we will not be able to maximize or to enjoy to the full the benefits of having a prepared body it's very important that great apostle of purpose said miles monroe of blessed memory he said when purpose is not known abuse is inevitable when purpose is not known abuse is inevitable because you don't know why the you know something is existing you don't know the reason for which something is made and so you you engage that thing in an abnormal use that is what abuse is abnormal use for example a pen is designed to write on paper all right perchance you try to make it write on a wall on a brick wall you are not using it for what it is designed to use it may work but it won't last and it would not work very well it won't last because the ball pen is designed to write on paper there are things that are designed for what you can use to write on the wall. You can use to write on cloth. You can use to write on canvas. But the ball pen is designed to use, you know, to be used or to write with on paper. And so if you want to see the glory of the pen, let it work on the paper. Praise the Lord. The microphone I'm holding is designed, I don't know, from the, this looks like a monodirectional or dynamic. I don't know if it's an omnidirectional mic hello it's a monodirectional mind right so this is the part of the microphone that is designed to amplify my voice and if i turn it this way are you hearing me the way you, you were hearing me before this is an abnormal use if i don't understand the purpose of the mind then abnormal use and so i will not see the benefits but when i understand it and i use it correctly I talk with ease you hear me with ease hallelujah and so that is how it is with a prepared body we must understand the reason for which we were given this prepared body and friends the reason for which god has given you this prepared body is so that your partnership with him on earth will be carried through according to his purpose and his plans so that by you and by me his agenda for this world will be executed to his glory and to his praise we are extensions of god in this place we are that his hands and his feet if god wants to do anything on this world or on this earth he needs us to do it and so if he must realize his goal then he needed to do something that would put us over and above the elements of the earth are you getting me tonight praise the lord 
Hallelujah. Let my people go that they may go and serve me. And Pharaoh negotiated and negotiated and negotiated and negotiated and negotiated and they wouldn't budge. Moses refused to budge until he said, we will go. Not only with our children, not only with our wives, not only with our cattle, not only with our property. In fact, not even a hoof will be left behind. Praise the Lord. And all the time that God manifested and demonstrated his power, his supremacy over the land of Egypt, the people of God were exempted from this. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Please give me Psalm 105 and verse 37. Give me the Amplified, if you will. It said, And he brought Israel forth also with silver and gold. And pay attention to this. And there was none feeble person among their tribes. There was not one, not a single, not one feeble person among their tribes. There was not one, not a single feeble person among their tribe. Now he brought them out according to what he told, you know, he told Pharaoh by the mouth of Moses. He said, let them go that they may go and serve me. And when he was sending Moses, he told Moses, he said, you are going to bring them to this mountain. And upon this mountain, you are going to make sacrifices unto me. You are going to serve me here. You are going to, I'm coming to meet, you are going to come and meet with me in this, upon this mountain. Alright? And then, 40 years, they moved in the wilderness. When they came out of Egypt. 40 solid years. 40 solid years. It says not one person was feeble among their tribes. If that is not a prepared body, what is it? Praise the Lord. The wilderness is not Koltao. Wilderness is not a city. Yes, wrestle. Wilderness is wilderness. The conditions are not favorable. There are harsh conditions in the wilderness. But the Lord took them through those hard conditions for 40 solid years. He said not one person was feeble. To be feeble means to be weak. No one person, not one, was weak. Weakened by sickness or disease. Not one. They didn't fall sick. The Bible says their clothes even grew with them. Their shoes grew, everything grew with them. Their body did not smell. Hey, hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Their bodies did not release any kind of odor. God took the care of them. They had a prepared body. People of God, the prepared body is the body that God himself has possessed. Amen. That is the body that God himself has possessed. And the Bible says we are the temples of God. And he said anything and anyone that shall defile this temple, him shall God destroy. When you understand this, then you know that if sickness is trying to de- defy your temple, God says sickness stands destroyed. And in fact, it is destroyed already. If poverty seeks 
to destroy your temple, the Bible says poverty stands destroyed. Whatever it is that would seek to ravage your body and make your body not to produce at optimal capacity, every such thing already stands destroyed by God himself. The sacrifice of Jesus settled that all. Praise the Lord. The score is fully settled. He gave them a prepared body. They moved through the wilderness with that body. He was with them. The Bible said a cloud during the day covered them. A cloud covered them. If the cloud of God, which is not a cloud, which is representative of the presence of God, God's manifest presence with them, then if it was covering them and God himself was their cover, how can sickness and disease gain access to their bodies? Are you understanding the thing now? He himself was their covering. By day and by night. And so sickness could not have any access. Hallelujah. People of God, when sickness gained access to the body of man, it was not God that moved, it was man that moved. When man changed his dwelling, when man relocated and changed his habitation by just one action agreeing with the devil and submitting his will to the enemy that was it that was the access of sickness and disease and now that we have been reconciled back to him that access has been blocked and we need to be conscious of this truth so that we can walk in it He said, and the strangers shall hear my voice. And they shall be afraid and scared out of their close places. He said, when they hear my voice, they shall look for a hiding place. Sickness is a stranger to you. Disease is a stranger to you. Poverty is a stranger to you. Depravity is a stranger to you. Whatever thing that does not bring out, that allow the glory of God in you to manifest is a stranger. And you know what? The Bible says when you sound your voice, they look for hiding place. Some time ago, the bishop preached a message. He said, speak, O king. Speak, O king. Praise the Lord. Say, I have a prepared body. Say it again, I have a prepared body. My body has been prepared unto service. And I will serve and serve and serve and serve until my time on earth is up hallelujah praise the lord let's look at exodus chapter 23 friends we'll take verses 25 and possibly 26 i'm reading the amplified he said you shall serve the lord your god he shall bless your bread and water and i who will i i i will take sickness from your midst None shall lose her young by miscarriage or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. I will fulfill the number of your days. I will fulfill the number of your days. He said, you shall serve the Lord your God. That is it. You serve the Lord your God. In spirit and in truth. With 
with all commitment, with all diligence. You consecrate your life to him. That is what the bishop was talking about in the fasting. You are, you are consecrating your life. It's consecrated unto God. He said, I have come to do your will, O God. My life is consecrated, sold out, fused and united and connected with your will. That is why I'm here. He said, and you shall serve the Lord your God. And he shall bless your bread and bless your water. For him to bless your bread means that he will first of all provide it. True or false? Alright? And then he provides it and then he blesses it. What does it mean that he blesses you? He takes away death from it. He takes away poison from it. And that is why he said, you would tread upon serpents and scorpions that even if you drink any deadly thing, it shall not harm you. Praise the Lord. That is not to say that you should go and organize poison and now say, hey, my back, this is me, I have landed. He said, if I drink poison, cry, it won't hurt me. So poison, let me tell you something. You are about to see that I am anointed and powerful. I have a prepared body. The angel standing by you will just say, oh, why? And then the, ne- the welcome you receive is you have acted foolishly. Amen. That is not what he's saying. You do not tempt God. That's not what he's saying. There's many years ago, I can never forget this young man's name. I have told his story. I have told his story. His name was Sunday Abodering in the city of Ibadan in Nigeria. He went to Ibadan Zoo and said he is the 20th century Daniel. And then went to the lions where they kept the insisted that the keepers must allow him to enter. <laughs> and the lions had just been fed. And one thing I, I, I've been studying, I, mean, I, don't, I find it difficult to believe. But it's just like they tell you that 70% of the snakes in the world are not poisonous. It's poisonous. And I say, poisonous. He said, I just kill you straight. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I won't check to see whether this one is a poisonous one or it's not a poisonous. How will I know? Uh-huh. And so that's how they said that these wild animals, the carnivorous particularly, they, they, they don't, when they are fed and they are full, they don't do anything. They won't harm you. So the lions had been fed, people of God. And Daniel, Sunday abordering, appeared. And began to taunt the lions, provoke the lion, provoke the lions. He said he is too, the lions will not, will, not keep, they will not do anything. They can't harm him because he's present day Daniel. Taunted the lions and taunted the lions because the lions had just been fed. They just tore him and killed him and left him there. They didn't even eat the body. I will never forget that. It was reported in one of the major newspapers in Nigeria. His name was Sunday Abodere. This thing I'm talking to you about is more than 20 years, but I've never forgotten his name. Sunday Abodering. Don't be a Sunday Abodering. Amen. Be a child of God. One who is directed and instructed by God. One whose steps are ordered by the Lord. If in the course of executing your duties, poison comes your way, then it will turn to water in your hands. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Recently, I read on the net, I just said, I didn't go into the details, but I read that a, a, a pastor 
in, in Iran or so, or Iraq, or survived a, a car bomb, bomb attack. His car was completely burnt, but the guy survived unscratched. Not a single scratch on him. It's only God who can do that. Only God can do that. You know, if God tells you to move, it's a different thing. If, it tells you, if God tells you to move, no other force can move. So it's not that he saw them coming and then he went and said, he said, no, I'm an anointed child of God. Even if you throw a bomb at me, I don't do anything. No. The team met him on the course of duty and God took his own and rescued him. Praise the Lord. The prepared body. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, thrown in the fiery furnace and heated up seven times over. The people that even threw them in, they even died from the fire. But they came out unharmed. Smoke didn't smell on their body. Not even smoke. Not even smoke. The prepared body. Why was that body preserved? Why were the bodies preserved? You know, why did he do what he did with them in that situation? Because they stood to glorify and to honor his name. Hallelujah. You are the temple of God, friends. Who is possessing that body of yours? Who owns your body? Who owns that body? Who is Lord over that body of yours? Remember what the bishop told us in our Saturday Bible school? If you own yourself, you will pay your transport. Hmm? If you decide to own your body, then you will foot the bill for taking care of the body. Hallelujah, people of God. Amen. You know, I read about Smith Wigglesworth. And he said he went into a covenant with God that no surgical blade will touch his mortal body. And this man lived and died and they took his body that they were going to perform autopsy to see what the cause of death was when they prepared everything all the knives and everything they looked at him the, man, the person to do the autopsy looked at him and said Kai, this man is too peaceful he's looking so peaceful in death nothing happened to him it's not, it wasn't sickness that killed him go and bury him the covenant he entered into with God activated the prepared body for him and that body even in death could not be tampered with when i saw that one i plugged into it praise the lord and i had some health challenges you know in my early days and when i came to the lord that was the first encounter i had with god's word had to do with my health and when i got to that point of revelation because you see it's not about you talking about what somebody makes a declaration and you just make you make the same. It's not it. The other day I had a resident pastor tell you, you must come to the point of the revelation that the person had. If you do not see what the person saw, it will be difficult for you to want to enjoy what he enjoyed. Praise the Lord. You have to see what the person saw. Revelation is key. So the person makes a declaration. When you say, I cannot be poor, have you seen it? You've got to pursue it, follow it, search it out until you see it. When somebody stands and says, I cannot be sick, it's not just enough for you to repeat it. 
you must add work to it search it out and catch the revelation understand it see it <laughs> faith is not blind though faith has eyes it sees it sees the hidden truth in god's word the words that i speak to you they are spirit and they are life faith sees the spirit and the life of god's word when god's word is coming to you like that you know it's just like somebody is talking just as i'm talking right now or you are reading it is just letters to you It is called logos. And so the logos just goes. It's like, okay, it's words. They are just words to you. But when you begin to suck in the sap inside it, you sit on God's word and begin to, begin to meditate on it. And you begin to suck out the marrow inside the bone. And then you begin to enjoy that. Then logos becomes rima because you catch a revelation. And when you catch a revelation, you already catch a picture. And when you catch a picture, it is settled. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So he said, you shall serve the Lord your God. I, God, will bless your bread and your water. And I will take sickness out of the midst of you. And this was the word I saw. And the Holy Spirit made me to understand. He said, when I say I will take sickness out of the midst of you, this is what I mean. I'm not just saying that you are mutinaha say yeah, you are just mutitiha say yeah. It's not just that, it goes beyond that. Say Ankura Ankura wo Ankura Ankura me. Say each of us individuals, we seek that God says, because your body is useful to me. When I read that, that, that story about Wigglesworth and I began to press into it, that was the question the Lord asked me. He said, what do you do when your rags are dirty? I said, eh, because I don't like dirty rags, so I wash it. He said, do you treat the clothes you wear the same way you treat your, the rags you use to dust things? I said, no. When the clothes you wear get dirty, what do you do with them? I said, I wash them. He said, why? Because they are useful to me. I still wear them. Praise the Lord. When I didn't have the spoke of a bicycle, the Lord asked me, if you have a car and the car breaks down, you should ask me that question. Now, maybe today if he's asking me that question, you ask me if you have a jet. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You know, then I didn't have the spoke of a bicycle, but he asked me, if you have a car and the car develops some fault, what do you do with it? I said, I'll send it to the mechanic so that they will check out the fault and fix it. He said, why will you do that? I said, because the car is useful. So he said, in the same way, if you can make this your body useful to me, then I will service your body. Are you seeing the thing? I write, I got a piece of information from this life. And then I began to sit on it and applied it. I began to sit on it and meditate on it. And then I caught mine. And so he used this scripture to tell me. He said, when I say I will take sickness out of the midst of you, this is what I mean. That I will reach right deep inside your being and root out sickness. Ah, come and shout hallelujah somebody. He said the one that the doctors, you know, uh, machines and whatever cannot see. The ones you don't even know you have. I, the Lord, whom you are serving, will reach out into your body. Out and take it out. <laughs>
Therefore, the inhabitant of Zion shall not say, I am sick. Oh, Daniel, has your God, whom you serve day and night, has he come to save you? Has he been able to rescue you from the lion's mouth? Oh, Daniel, the God whom you serve day and night. People, it is time for us to offer these bodies of ours lay it on the altar of sacrifice and say lord here am i do with this body what you please i beseech you therefore brethren that you prepare your bodies offer your bodies unto him as a living sacrifice wholly acceptable to him which is your reasonable service every other service you offer every other service you render without the offering of your body it is not anything before him talking about those macedonian saints he said they first of all gave themselves unto the lord and then they gave out of their poverty they gave out of their want because they first of all gave so they didn't count their needs as anything they were able to empty themselves and give their best and their everything to God. They first of all gave. Prepared unto service. That is the body you carry. You will be abusing the purpose of your body if you do not lay it at the disposal of God and his kingdom. A body that is useful to him, he himself will keep. If your body is useful to God, he will keep it. Praise the Lord. I lived in a house for six solid years without luck. And I thought I was crazy. I didn't understand why God, each time I wanted to put a lock on the door, the Holy Spirit would just restrain me. Each time I wanted to put the lock on the door, the Holy Spirit would just restrain me. And I was living at the last block in the place where... People were stealing from my neighbors left and right. They would go and remove their car batteries. They would go and do this. They break in and steal. I had a place and I stayed there six years. No luck. On the door. Each time I wanted to do it, he restrained me and I didn't understand. Then the Lord was preparing me to go out. And one day I asked him, I said, come. I took him to my table where we reasoned together. I said, sit down, God. Tell me why you are doing this. People won't understand or they'll think I'm crazy. They'll think I'm miserly. They'll think, they'll think I just don't want to buy. They, they won't understand. He said, I want you to know that I can take care of you. And people of God, I will travel. I'll be away for two weeks. I'll be away for one month. I'll come back. And everything in my house is intact. It was a self-contained chamber and hall. The kitchen was on, on, outside on the veranda, on the porch. The small porch there. The kitchen was there. So it wasn't inside. Inside was the hall, the chamber, and then the washroom. Kitchen didn't have lock. Main door didn't have lock. I would go out, step out, and come out. Nothing. Not one day. There was not one day of breaking. Not one day. I didn't lose a pin in the house. God said, I want you to know that I can take care of you. And that is why, friends, you see that. 
I am very aggressive. My, I, do, I don't doubt one minute that God can take care of me and watch over me. When sickness comes knocking on this body, I do not think hospital and doctors first. Praise the Lord. I address it by the word of God. And so if I have to take any medication for it, the medication works because the, the, the situation has already been settled. Not because the medication is powerful. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A prepared body. Prepared unto service. I want you to commit unto service today, friends. Commit unto service. I have seen God rescue me from near-death situations. Not once, not twice. Because of that one word, he said, if your body is useful to me, will keep it on two occasions i should have undergone surgery but he did the surgery himself and to the glory of god i tell you that from the day that i went into that covenant with god and took that step after arriving at the point of revelation and standing upon that revelation adding the one of the man of god from that day to this day i make bold to tell you that no surgical blade has touched my body Tell your neighbor it works. <laughs> Tell yourself it works. Praise the Lord. May the Lord open your eyes to really understand what God has wired into that body of yours. May He begin to take you into dimensions of service. Whereby you will not think about yourself. May the Lord empower you with grace. For you to understand. That the body he has given you. Is already is possessed and occupied by him. He is the one covering you. That is the flesh on your body. He is the spirit within. <laughs> Hallelujah. He is the flesh on your skin. He is the spirit within. The life-giving spirit. And as you operate in that capacity, sickness and disease is no match for you. May you receive that grace to go into aggressive and dangerous dimensions of service. May you not think about... He said they, 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 did, not, they did not take... They, even consider their lives not even unto death he said they overcame by the word of blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimonies and they love not their lives even unto death anything that makes you to love self above God today I curse it from your life in the name of Jesus I curse that self that wants to seek to uphold and project itself above God I curse it from your life in the name of Jesus that thing inside of you that always seeks to, to the, the self gratification seeks for the flesh to be comfortable that makes you to draw back from God and from his kingdom I curse it in the name of Jesus I speak to you tonight arise in the power and the might of your prepared body go forth and do exploits unto him in the name of Jesus perchance anybody is here tonight 
and there is any pain or sickness in your body anywhere whether there is anything that is not conforming to God's will and purpose for your life today I command that that thing drops off your body right now in the name of Jesus I command healing to spring forth in your body right now I command healing to spring forth in your body right now healings in your mind healings in your body healings in your mind healings in your body healings in your blood healings in your bones in the name of Jesus I see God changing the report of somebody tonight in the mighty name of Jesus and that person is you your report is changed in the name of Jesus whatever is a weakness in your body today the touch of the Holy Ghost has come upon it receive strength now in the name of Jesus receive strength now in the name of Jesus the peace of God that passes all understanding that peace guides your heart and your mind in the name of Jesus whatever is trying to unsettle your mind I curse it now in the name of Jesus may you see the awesomeness of God in your life may you see his outstretched hand in your life in the mighty name of Jesus may you see the glory of his covering over your life in the name of Jesus whatever is seeking to seal your joy I curse it now in the name of Jesus whatever affliction whatever thing that the enemy has programmed against your life and destiny today it is arrested and destroyed in the name of Jesus glory to God I want you to speak in tongues in a few minutes speak in tongues come on now speak in tongues speak in tongues I cause migraine in the name of Jesus. That recurrent headache that will not let you be. I cast it in the name of Jesus. 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 That lower back pain that has been harassing your life. I declare your freedom in the name of Jesus. I declare your freedom in the name of Jesus. I declare your freedom in the name of Jesus. Jesus. I declare your freedom in the name of Jesus. You are free in the name of Jesus. You are free in the name of Jesus. Whatever makes your body to itch dies right now. In the name of Jesus. 
in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus that recurrent pain in your lower abdomen is cursed in the name of Jesus it is cursed in the name of Jesus it is cursed in the name of Jesus you are free in the name of Jesus you are free in the name of Jesus you are free in the name of Jesus Come on, lift up your two hands and give him praise. Lift up your two hands and give him praise. Glorify the Lord. Glorify the Lord. And shout it loud. I have a prepared body. I have a prepared body. My body is prepared unto service. And I will serve and serve and serve and serve and serve in the name of Jesus glory to God